0: All right, man, it's just OBS problems. I guess I'm going to have to regroup badges and gizmos, all of the wonderful and luxurious, beautiful uh, graph that's up there, graphics that's behind me and everything. But I guess that's uh, down again, so I'm going to have to figure out another way since they always have these technical difficulties. Uh, but neither here nor there, you can't stop a tank with no key, right? You know, we got to continue to fight and this is what life is about. You got to always continue to fight. Uh, you know, it's it always one of those things where you try to say to yourself, I'm trying to be uh, the best person or the best version of myself, right? You try to be that and then things happen like that. So, but shout out to everybody that's in the chat box. As soon as I pull up the feed on my end, I will see who's all live like 95 but it's uh it's it's a journey just like success success is always a journey never a destination you never meet your end point you always got to continue to to strive forward and move forward and push yourself forward um and that's just how life is but if i can ever find my stream i can see who all in the chat box see who all in the mix it's just one of those things where in the world is law nation stream yeah and and just like that you know i'm not a um a producer or anything so i don't have guys telling me what to say or or stuff everywhere <laughs> but shout out to those man who just like to kick in and roll with the law you know shout out to you man because this thing is not easy mama said there will be days like this Castello, what's good, man? Shout out to you. I can see you now. I can see you. I can see you now in the mix. We got other people just popping in. Shout out to y'all, man. Some troops, some sho- soldiers out there. Five strong, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I'd talk to one person if I could. I'll talk to myself about these cowboys. Uh, the next topic I was gonna talk about was the double standard. I was gonna post a link down below of what all of the uh, issues and all of the major media is finally catching up to what I had to say about that a couple of weeks ago about the Jameis Winston and the uh, Dak Prescott, not, not the Dak Prescott, the Ezekiel Elliott. Well, you can compare Jameis Winston to Dak Prescott. One was selected, what, first overall draft pick and fourth overall draft pick or fourth, not fourth overall, but fourth pick pick. In the fourth round, I believe. Something like that. Fourth round draft pick to a first rounder. I think Dak Prescott is better than Jamin Winston. You know, Ray Charles can see that. But neither here nor there. What I really wanted to talk about was the... Um, make sure you guys can hear me. Let me let me make sure because I don't want to just be talking to nothing. Shout out to you, man. Burn Barr, man. What's going on with you? And also, Nathan, should salute to you. Skandrick seems a little selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Skandrick is Skandrick, man. He's just a rude... Uh, rude little guy. Um, it is what it is. I'm glad he landed on his feet with another team, so we can play him twice a year. At least we get to see him play twice a year against him. Uh, Skander said it to himself. He couldn't handle the pressure. Yes, let me know. Uh, Callie in the house was good, man. Uh, shout out to you, Daniel. And hey, let me know if you guys can hear me, man. Before I can go, he's yes, he said yes, he did. Yeah, let me know. Give me a thumbs up or anything, emoji, say we hear you, holler if you hear me. <laughs> Make sure I ain't talking to myself because I don't see my volumes moving up and down. Can you guys hear me? Testing one, two, three, belly. What's up? <laughs> You're not belly Irving, right? <laughs> Let me know if you can hear me, man. Give me emoji, a thumb up or something okay good 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 yeah <laughs> all right so i don't have the graphics so the show is pretty much off the rockers i don't have anything to show you guys what i was going to try to illustrate but this is the thing and, and you know most people i'm telling you i have no sh- no script at all i don't have anything to so you guys see in the raw me it's kind of like my vision is like. You bump into me in the mall or Walmart or, or Home Depot or Lowe's and you say, Law, spit me some stuff, man. And that's what it feels like, you know. It, it's no, uh, are you using this word in the right sentence type of deal or there's no editing with lights everywhere and, and you guys get to see the flashes come across the screen like ESPN and da-da-da, da da You don't get all that with me. So it's just raw, real deal, holy Holyfield, just talk, you know. we We just talking and we was talking about the earlier before we were talking about the dak prescott contract we was talking about how i would prefer him to get anywhere from 17 to 19 million somebody slapped out 25 somebody put in 29 somebody put in 20 mil so until about million because i do know that a lot of people don't like when you slice slash words up and cut them up and all that good stuff so what i'm saying is that i'm gonna just rehash what all i talked about just in case some new people coming in this is what the deal is with Dak Prescott and his wide receiver's philosophy is that it's going to be a wide receiver by committee. We all run first team. So all I was telling everybody all this year is just put Dak Prescott in the bus and let him drive this thing straight through the Super Bowl, and it can actually happen. But if you the moment you pay Dak Prescott 30 million, $40 million, or even uh, let's say 20, $29 million, that's a lot of money, you're gonna have some diminishing rate of returns on somewhere on your de- on your team, whether it be the defensive side of the ball, whether it be uh, not paying not being able to pay your running back or they're not able to pay your defensive guy that's showing up and showing out. So there's somehow there have to be a balance, and I do know we play for money because we need it. That's why we call it money, my need. You know, so that's why they call it that, and we understand that. But if you are able to squeeze Dak Prescott, and he's talking about I'm willing to work with the team. If they work with me, I understand that. So if he's willing to say that I'm willing to take a pay cut in some shape, form, or fashion, then that's when we can start bringing in some nice, I'm talking about some dogs far as whether it relates to the defense or whether it's securing the the players that show up down the line. And it's going to happen. And that's what I love about this team, guys. That's what I actually love about this team. I love the new philosophy. And then – just rebounding from the other show that I just did a few minutes ago. Rebounding from that, what I was talking about, I was talking about the Tony Romo contract. He was signed over a hundred million dollar contract, and I was putting in the possibilities if Tony Romo never signed that contract. Let's say he signed for like seventy million or eighty million, and then you was able to put some defense around this guy. Man, it would be lights out it would just been we know that tony romo had like some issues as it relates to health but can you imagine if we started the process of of assuring up the offensive line before you know it it got too bad for him you know or focusing on the running attack before you know it got too late in the season for him cuz he played for what 13 10, 10 13 years that's a long time salute to chris thank you for joining in and also belly uh, he's worth more he's worth in between 16 and 19 million yes we talking about Dak Prescott yes uh he he better shows he's at least Russell Wilson level Russell Wilson has been carving it up and he's Russell Wilson been doing his thing leading the team for the Seattle Seahawks for the last 2 years I know for sure um have they made it to the big game mm, as of lately mm, yeah no no yeah yeah hmm so with that being said, now I was going to move on to the other topic that was on at hand, and we was going to talk about the James Winston comparison trial or fictitious trial of what Roger Goodell liked to bring up, judge, jury, and executioner who hides behind Article 48 or 46, whatever the article through the CBA, is that he got free will to lay down any – I'm talking about any – any <laughs> punishment that he wish that he thinks fits, you know. So we talked about sexual harassment with Jameis Winston about two weeks ago, about a week and a half ago. Now in the national media and most of the media heads are talking heads, and everybody out there is finally caught up with everybody and saying, "Oh, wait a minute! This is not comparable. This is not fair. This, this is not is unfair to what they did to Ezekiel Elliott, giving Ezekiel Elliott six games." and giving only Jameis Winston three games. And then you have people going out saying, well, wait a minute, Jameis Winston wasn't a knucklehead like Ezekiel Elliott. And I look back at Ezekiel Elliott files and case, and I have yet to see an arrest report for Ezekiel Elliott. I have yet to see anything like that, right? But we do have some allegations and I'm not saying that Ezekiel Elliott can, can be the, um, the, the, the the son of Mother Teresa, I'm just saying this right here. Ezekiel Elliott, yes, he have a troubled past as far as his being out there in the media and perceptionist reality, especially when you're playing for the America's team. You got the silver and blue draped all over you and everybody want to come at you. Of course, I understand that. But at the end of the day, when that girl, when she said to her friends, I'm going to lie, I want you to lie too as well, to the officer, that should have been, the NFL should have just said, you know what, we're going to throw this out. Ezekiel Elliott, because they just gave... I forgot the name of the guy that played for the Philadelphia Eagles. They gave him one game suspension for violating some type of policy, code of conduct, whatever it may be. They could have said, Ezekiel Elliott, we're going to suspend your butt for one game for right now for violating the policy, code of conduct, whatever it may be. Conduct unbecoming because you got that power, Roger Goodell. And we're just going to suspend you for one game. Because this, this this girl is putting allegations, putting these charges against you, she's not credible. According to our investigator, Kia Roberts, you are not you are you are not um, guilty. You are not pretty much guilty of these heinous acts, whatever it may be, whatever the legal uh, legal political term may, it may be. So we're gonna still suspend you one game. So that uh, you know that we get we we got we on to you right now. Ezekiel could have been like, okay, cool. <laughs> but Roger Goodell, he got his hands so much into this thing, and it's kinda like when you tell a lie, you gotta cover up this lie, and then you gotta cover up that lie or that other other lie. And if Roger Goodell's been caught with a lie, <laughs> it's just what it is. He's lying to everybody that's out here saying that he wants a fair, competitive, balanced football league. And when they always pointing the fingers at the Dallas Cowboys, they always going back, we're going to suspend this game for six games. We're going to suspend this player for six games. We're going to do this. And I do know that somebody's going to go out there and say, well, hell, if the Cowboys players stop getting in trouble. But there's other 31 teams out there. And I just just don't don't believe that the trouble always lay faults or always find its way with the silver and blue. Now, Ty Jefferson, what's going on, man? Shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in too, as well. Uh, Trey F. Kennedy, Belly at Truth. He's he's speaking to Belly right there, right here on this thing. Truth, he needs to keep that same energy. (laughs) Filthy Delphia, (laughs) Mister. Medea, I think that's how you say your name. Twenty twenty, yeah. Shout out to you, man. All right. So who else we have in here? Uh, Goodwill is, got, yeah. Goodale is incontinence, incontinence, Yeah, like, 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 like diarrhea at the mouth. Shout out to Andrea, uh, Andrew Castillo, and Ricardo Rodriguez for being one and two. That's first to jump into this mix. All right, so uh, he deserves six game Roger Goodell needs to keep the same energy when he was putting out the punishment that's from belly yeah he need to yeah he need to have that same energy that same way of we're gonna try to appease a certain segment of population of people and we, we want to appease these uh, these group activists uh, the women groups the women rights the women's suffrage the women <laughs> all of the women groups out there and women women groups please don't come at me go ahead, come and go at roger goodell he's the one saying collectively and i'm just waiting for all the ladies all the women all the women's that's out there who's talking about the nfl is horrible place and all this stuff where are you guys now you know that's what i want to know i want all the women rights the so-called women rights group to get out there tweet roger goodell and say how the punishment how did this punishment fit the crime how is it you are saying that it's okay for a man to sexually harass or sexually assault a woman opposed to him bumping or elbowing or allegedly beating down a woman which one because i do know for sure like i said before if anybody put hands on a lady that i know you see regardless whether it's uh, uh, crouch rubbing, booty rubbing, rubbing of the breasts, things like that—they're gonna have to handle. They're gonna have to handle with me now, you know. Regardless of whether or not it's a rub or if it's a punch, you're gonna have to handle with me. That's how this thing should be leveled. That's how it should be. It shouldn't be like okay, a plea bargain. Basically, basically, that's what it is. And I'm searching for an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth at this point because this is this stuff have to stop. So I want the women's rights groups right now, come out of the woodworks (laughs) because we do know for sure if it was a dog, Peter (laughs) would have been out here by now. If it was an NFL player kicking and punching and moving around a dog, we'd have Peter everywhere talking about, okay, let's get this guy. Let's get Roger Goodell. Let's get the NFL. All these players are dog beaters and stuff like that. So we want the same energy women rights group. We want you guys to retweet Roger Goodell's and put hashtag we need answers. I need answers. Oh, I want the truth. Everybody need the truth out here. Uh, this is what it is. I cannot preach to the high heavens much more on this topic. And on top of that too, as well, is it, this is not, and trust me, brother, trust me, the brothers out here, this is not me going out saying that I want this, I want every brother out here that, that did something that they didn't do. And the lady allegedly lying on them. I want them to suffer. No, that's not the, that's not the message that I'm saying. What I'm saying is pretty much so if the shoe fits, wear it, you see. So at the end of the day, When Ezekiel Elliott said, hey, I did not do no harm to this lady, and I want to fight to clear my name, the NFL should look to him saying, okay, we're leaning more towards your side versus they're saying, okay, you didn't hit her. You think about Ezekiel Elliott, he's 230-something pounds. That girl was no more than 115 pounds. Trust me, if he'd have punched her in the eye, it would have been broken orbital sockets. There would have been bone bruises. It would have just been just medieval. We saw when Ezekiel Elliott hit some of these players out there. You know, They shake up and they be like, oh, that boy can hit. <laughs> just telling you the truth. They knew that lady was lying and they was out here for a witch hunt for the Dallas Cowboys. So this is what I really want. I just want Roger Goodell to own up for his lies and say, "Okay, hey, I'm out here. I'm out here to throw the Cowboys under the bus, and I'm gonna do it come hell and high water because Jerry Jones is coming after my money, and when you're coming after my money, you're coming after my family. So I'm gonna to try to knock you down to the bottom, <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell the people that you you turn a blind eye, and I throw an extra ten to three thousand dollars, maybe 30000 if you don't call a hold on these guys, it can be like that way. The NFL can be that way. It can be grimish that way. All right, shout out to shout out Ty man. What's going on, Brandon Marquez man? Shout down. lay down the law. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. One thing we all adore, something worth dying for. There's nothing but pain. We stuck in this game. We searching for fortune and fame. That's my boy Tupac, man. He said they searching for fame. That's what the NFL is doing, right? (laughs) And they're on the mountaintop right now. But with absolute power comes absolutely destruction. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, basically. So with that being said, Torres Carson, what's going on, man? Speaking of dogs, we want Randy back in training camp. Yeah. See, Randy Gregory got to go through all of the rigmarole. Shout out to Torres, too, as well. Got to, He got to go through all of the rigmarole of waiting for Roger Goodell to wait for the right media session to say, okay, we're going to prove this brother to play. That's not right. You know, go ahead and you know this guy that's been all these years and they said he didn't funk up drug test in 2016. It's just the the way the punishment was laid down and levied upon the kid. It just looked like, okay, he even smoked some bunts in 2017. But it was one thing after another with randy gregory we knew he entered into the camp he he didn't pass the drug test and to me personally if you guy want to roll it tight to his eyes pop out man let the brother roll but we understand the nfl got these rules set in place so what i'm what, what i'm saying is with roger goodell too as well y'all still got to go out there and talk about this uh this little deal that you guys been doing giving players pills for pain <laughs> Don't think Law didn't hear about that, that 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 settlement that you try to play these players, try to pay these players some money to 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 uh, to hide and cover up. So it's it's one thing, it's one thing for one thing. All right, so what we have here, why is Crawford still on his team? This is from Brandon Stewart. The reason why Crawford died, <laughs> the reason why Crawford is not gone for one, you can say this right here. Crawford Crawford came from Boise. And when you play for Boise, you got Boise State Insurance. You got that. You it. Look how long Scandry's been on the team for ten plus almost ten plus years. And then you talk about you think about Kellen Moore. My God, come on now. And then D Law too as well. We we just saw the mergers of D Law. So that's why Crawford is still on his team, you know. Mm hmm. We versus Pill, Trey F. Kennedy, yeah. Yes, indeed, man. It's just what it is, man. I thank everybody for tuning in um, pretty much so. I'm going to just do a q and a. I'm going to just try to do all the Q&As before I roll up out of here. Moolah F. Pay Me. Man, I'm talking about one of the better names on YouTube, man. Shout out to you. Buck, what are you talking about? Cowboy Nation, stand up. Law, how are you? I'm doing fine like wine. No. <laughs> fine like wine all the time. That's this thing that's on the ladies' mind. That's me, Law Nation. Let's get this thing back to the best. Come on, let's get this thing back to the best nation in the world. Cowboys nation. Come on. Crawford is a Garrett guy. Renato Lugo. Yeah, he is a, a Garrett guy. Cowboysy, <laughs> Yes, indeed, man. Yes, indeed. Wine is fine, but liquor is quicker. Yes, indeed. Talking about that. Break out the champagne bottles in the Hennessy. Yeah. Put that hand dog out there. (laughs) Yeah. Love to see Cowboys fan know they ish. Yes, Chris, man, you know, when when you get a little question like that, you got to pop your collar, man. Yeah. Ah, (laughs) yeah. Blue and white ignite, man. That's what I'm talking about. You guys got all these things together. So with that being said, I I do know that I did the, um, the Jordan, Jordan Lewis film last night. Really. It's, it was just like a quick film, a quick overview, a quick look. But what I'm going to show you guys next on Jordan Lewis is how he played in a slot. I heard some people ask me about that. Um, he's not the greatest in the slot to me. I saw him get burned a lot far as tape, and I do know it was his rookie year. So I like Jordan more so on the outside. He, he, he plays the boundary. Think about this. When you're playing on the outside, I'm just going to switch it over to Jordan Lewis, talk some football talk. When you switch it over to Jordan Lewis, on, and when you're playing on to the outside, when you more when you're closer to that boundary, guess who you have as your friend? You have the sideline as your friend. So now you have a smaller space to play. But when you play into the slot, that that receiver for one slot receivers are quicker. They they the short area quickness is fast. They got good footwork. And then on top of that, you saw the Cole Beasley feet work. So they got good feet work, footwork, feet work, however you want to call it. They are good in those uh, intermediate routes because they can actually sell more routes when you plan to the inside when you're doing those inline routes and they can burst out to the outside and burst to the inside. And what the problem is with Jordan, he like to ride their hip. And then on top of that, he like to guide and push you more closer to the outer boundary so he can give that better leverage on you. So when he was playing in the slot, I was seeing him getting ate up because he can he can contain you in a certain space but he's not the biggest guy in the world, right? So even if you he's dealing with the bigger physical slot receivers, he'll get lost in space or the guy will plant his foot and he'll take up the seam of the middle of the route. And you're like, damn, Jordan, why you didn't get that on that ball? So I just like Jordan Lewis more on the outside. Now, with that being said, why 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 am I saying all this? It's because the way Chris Richard views, probably views Jordan Lewis because he's a physical he liked to have those physical outer area corners like the um, uh, even Byron Maxwell and the um, uh, Richard Sherman, Brandon Browner, however you say this man's name. He liked those big physical guys. So when the quarterback looks out there on the field and say, okay, I still have to make a tight window throw to this guy. And then the guy is so aggressive when he don't make the throw, then you got Chris, you got, um, Uh, Chris Sherman, well, not Chris Sherman, whatever his name is, Sherman, Richard Sherman, all in the face of the opposition. Jordan Lewis gives you that nastiness, but the way the system that Chris Richard works, he may not like him on the outside. That's the only thing. So with that being said, I don't know if they're going to squeeze him. That's why I can't wait to training camp come. I don't know if they're going to try to squeeze him to the inside and see if Cheeto Bay and Byron Jones can be the two outer boundary corners. I don't know. That's my thing that I'm waiting for. Uh, but to me personally, this is what I like, too, as well. I like Byron Jones playing into the inside, believe it or not. I love the way Byram Jones played down aggressive into the slot. He can play that role pretty well. He, he's, he's physical. He's strong. he got recovery speed. He, he, he's got a good track of the ball as it relates to when he's playing man. Now, out in space, you can have your reservations on Byron. But everything else, man, the, the kid is the kid is real sweet with that, you know. So that's what I'm waiting for. I cannot show. I can't wait to show you guys the clips of uh, Jordan Lewis to show you guys what I'm talking about. But I just really can't wait to uh, the uh, training camp to occur. We got what three, four more weeks. It will happen, man. Uh, Brown can't cover the slot. This is from um, from Marquez. Uh, this is what Brown is be- is good at. Brown is real good at blitzing out of the slot position. And this is what I like about Brown. And, and, and Anthony Brown too is is one of the things that he's underrated in. He's more of a, a boundary corner too. And, and you guys, I can show you some clips on that. But his problem is it, his anticipation was just off. And, and then he got bullied a little bit. So hopefully he can just step it up. Hopefully with a better uh, secondary coach, he can show some 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 type of growth got to give brown this right here he had a sophomore slump let's just do that okay and we just hope that our newer guys from last year don't have their sophomore slump that's what we want which we don't want to have so with that being said that was just my quick talk on everything i really thank you guys for tuning in to the law nation show don't forget to like subscribe to the channel i'm on soundcloud now so if you're driving if you're a truck driver you're at work and you want to just still tune in listening to some of my stuff Go to SoundCloud. The link should be in the description box down below. And that's where you guys can hear me. Um, I'm getting my iTunes together. iTunes coming soon too as well for those who like to, to have the iPhones and all that good stuff. Man, it's coming. So apps going to be out there and everything. It's going to be live like 95. i probably named the app live like 95. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Odell and Shepard going to eat the eat these CBs up. Uh, quarterbacks up, Cruzon. But see, this is the thing. Oh, I love, I love when you come in, Cruzon. This is the thing. You got to have a quarterback to give them the ball, you know? Because Eli, 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 love to pass those interceptions. And I admit, I'm gonna miss Kirk Cousins because he he's Eli Cousins basically. He, they they brothers probably. They give you gifts, and had Eli, I could just see him sitting back. You know how Eli look back like this, and he throw that interception. It's going to look so pretty because now we got some dogs that are catching hold on to the ball, you know. <laughs> it ain't going to be all that ball bouncing off the body and stuff like that. Players scared to come down and hit. Oh, Claiborne, well, you, you know, and, and, and Carr and all those guys. Boy, it's going to be nice. I can't wait to pick picks. <clears throat> it's going to be like, Eli Manning drops back. And it's picked off. <laughs> oh, but Eli, 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 Eli. Laugh out loud, true. Eli sucks. What you say, Eli sucks? I heard somebody made a video saying that I forgot his name, but I think he's a third string quarterback for your team. Uh, they say that he's gonna be the uh he's better than, than Eli. I forgot his name. Whatever your third string quarterback is. But that's all the time I have for today. I really thank you guys for yours. And remember, you're listening to Nothing But the Bass. Salute. I'm out. Peace. Eli, 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 Eli. Ah.